0: Welcome to the Art of Tuning In podcast with Maria Furlano, sharing insights, tools, and conversations to inspire your energetic well-being. Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is Maria Furlano. Thank you for joining me today on the Art of Tuning In podcast. This is episode number 64, Why Going Deep Can Be Scary, and we'll get into that in just a moment. It's a big week this week. I'm recording this Episode on November 16th, and this coming Friday, November 19th, we have a full moon lunar eclipse. And if you are curious about practicing Qigong during an eclipse or doing energetic work during an eclipse, there was an episode I recorded a few months ago. It's episode number 49. And it is called, Should I Practice Qigong During an Eclipse? And so if you're curious about that, it's a really short episode. I think it's about 10 minutes. And it just goes into the the different dynamics. And so if you're wanting to listen to that, just go ahead to episode 49 and, and you can learn a little more about the eclipse. I'm so glad you're here, and if you're new here, again, my name is Maria, and it's great to have you here. Thank you for finding me. I'm a physician of Chinese medicine, a doctor of medical qigong, and my passion through Eastern medicine and energetic practices is to usher people into a deeper relationship with their mind and body energy so they can actually cultivate emotional balance and align with their divine wisdom. And I've been working with people for over 20 years and I just love it. And it was this work this week in my membership and working privately where this topic of going more deeply and how that is scary and why is that scary and what does that mean It all came up, all about resistance, all about letting go, all about our ego, pushing against, control was huge. So I want to bring this up because I know also right now there is a lot of tension in the world. And when we have tension and stress in the world, what happens is that we can tend to hold on in our life more tightly. We can want to control our own world so that we feel safe. And this is normal, but what happens is that we can be using so much energy to be holding ourselves, to be trying to keep ourselves protected, holding ourselves tight, you know, being in control, that we're truly exhausting ourselves. And so sometimes when you begin to do energetic practices such as meditation, Qigong, Tai Chi, Practices that really connect you with your mind, with your body, with the soul. Relaxation is really necessary. Allowing the energy to flow and moving into a different space, moving into a different frequency so that you're actually expanding your energy in new ways. But in order to do that, We have to be able to let go. And as we do more and more practices that really get us to that point where we really begin to tune into ourselves. So there's relaxation, and that's wonderful, you know, when we get to a point where we can actually relax our energy. And speaking of that, I wanted to mention that if you are dealing with a lot of stress right now... Please know that if you go to my website, theartoftuningin.com, I have for you a free download that is four minutes long and it's a guided practice that you can use anytime to help you ease anxiety and calm your mind. And you can sign up for free access to that. You'll see it right there on that home page. Go to theartoftuningin.com and it can really help you to root your mind. And what we mean by that is when we get very overwhelmed, or we have a lot of anxiety, or a lot of stress, or we're trying to control things, we become kind of like a pressure cooker inside where our energy begins to rise. It's like I always explain it to my private clients and students, like it's like we have a tea kettle on the stove And you're warming up the tea kettle and the water is beginning to boil and it's turning into steam. And that steam has to rise. It has to escape. And it makes pressure. And that's why, of course, when you have a tea kettle that whistles, it whistles because of the pressure. Well, if our energy in our body begins to get compressed, begins to move in directions that is not its normal and healthy flow pressure in the body, energy can rise. And when this energy begins to rise, we can feel a lot of anxiety, our breath changes, our throat closes, we can get a headache, we can feel off balance and kind of foggy. And all of this is just misdirection of energy flow due to our emotions that are trying to keep us safe, but that are in essence kind of working against us because we're not releasing them. And so when this happens, we can want to control it more because we don't feel very good or we feel a little off or really what we start to feel is out of control. So we try to control and compress how we feel. So maybe people don't notice, so maybe we feel stronger. But what this does is it really begins to drain our energy because it takes so much energy to actually Do that, and we become more exhausted and more depleted, and very confused because we cannot figure out what's wrong with us. And this can be this cycle that happens, but it all stems from not being able to let go. And of course, you know me, I say this all the time none of this is a criticism, we all do it, but it's a learning process when you begin to learn. To tune into your energy, when you start to do these beautiful Eastern energetic practices such as Qigong, meditation, breathing, body alignment, all of this work that is changing the flow in your body. And in order to do that, we have to be able to let go of what we're holding that doesn't serve us. And that sounds wonderful to people. (laughs) And then when they start to do it in the beginning, it feels really good because you start to relax and now you know we're starting to soften our body and calm and and we're relaxing on a nice level right we have a nice relaxed meditation and that's beautiful and that feels good and then for people who want to continue to cultivate their chi or that's chi is energy you begin to go deeper with very different kind of breathing practices and different kind of focus and different movement And this begins to bring you very much in the center of yourself. And when you come into the center of yourself, I mean, that is an amazing thing. But when you are starting that practice, there is a great deal of letting go that's involved. And what can happen is that people can begin to get very scared and their body or, if you want to say their ego begins to hold on because they're used to controlling their energy. And in order to be able to really let go to a deeper level, we have to have a lot of faith and we have to be able to surrender. And in our culture, when we talk about the word surrender, a lot of times people associate that with giving up. And that, of course, in Eastern medicine and in energetic healing, that is not at all what we look at as surrender. We look at surrender as a true letting go, as a letting go of another layer, as being able to release what doesn't serve us so that our true nature, our true energetic wisdom, the all of the energy that can come forth through us in our reserves that are hidden in our cells, that are hidden in our body, get to be let go and released and and have the energy and the support to actually do their job. So that's a very different viewpoint of surrender than perhaps the Western viewpoint. Of surrender, meaning that we give up, or that it's something very scary, or that we'll never be able to have control again. And so, again, right, this word "control" comes up all the time. And if you, because I've had uh, different things in the past couple weeks come up with with private clients and and in my membership and classes that we're teaching, we we're talking about energetic cords this week. In energetic cords. When we want to release cords, there is a a surrendering and relaxation and an easing process that happens because when we are energetically corded to someone or something, the more mental focus and emotion that's put into the cord, the stronger the cord gets. So there is a releasing and a relaxation and a letting go process that's truly needed If you want to dissolve the cords and there can be an opposite reaction when somebody feels overwhelmed or full of anxiety is again, they hold on tighter, but we often have no idea that we're doing this until it's pointed out to us. We have no idea that we're trying to control our surroundings because we've done it all of our life. And we think it's normal. And so it can really knock you off your center. And I'm saying this just to give support out there, because I know that if you're listening to this show, that you are someone who is interested in energetic alignment, and maybe you have your own practices that you do. And when you get to certain levels of going deeper in that practice, there is a surrender process that is so necessary Otherwise, you will stay at a plateau and sometimes move away from practices because you're resisting that so much because it brings up fear. When I say going deep can be scary, what I mean is is that the deeper we go into our own self, the more honest we become and the more we connect with who we really are, not what we think we should be or what others have told us we should be and all of these questions can arise for people things like what do you really believe in if you're dealing with faith questions like spirituality questions you know you might have been raised in a certain faith or spirituality or belief system and does that belief system serve you anymore And if it does, that's wonderful. But if it doesn't, how do you feel about that? And what does support you spiritually? Those questions begin to arise when we go in ourselves because we realize that everything is different. We're looking at things from a completely different viewpoint from within. But I also want to say that sometimes we don't know that we're actually resisting And when we're working on our own self-development, our own spiritual practice, maybe we're doing energetic practices, these things can begin to surface, inner resistance, because we feel like we're losing control or we have to hold on to control. So if we go to a deeper level, for example, in our meditation, it doesn't feel good to us, right? It brings up that anxiety and, and we start to resist and not even realize that we're resisting. And some of the signs of that are we stop our practice. We make excuses. We can become irritable and defensive. We can, you know, take out our emotions towards someone or something else because we're not looking at our own stuff This is also a really normal process that happens when we start to go into different layers, when we start to want to shift our frequency, we've been in a frequency, a certain frequency for so long that we've conditioned ourselves to be a certain way, usually for a really long time. If you're coming at these new practices from an adult viewpoint, there's a lot of things that we've carried around with us for a really long time. Our brain is rewiring. Our body is learning to sit, stand, move, breathe, feel, react, respond in a totally different way. I just bring this up because people can get really hard on themselves. This, of course, is why we have teachers. We need someone else's viewpoint that we trust, who knows us, who has experience with this work, to be able to look at us and be really honest with us in a beautiful, loving gentle, but very honest way about the things that could be going on so that we are not avoiding ourselves. Sometimes a really good teacher will say to you, you have to just go figure it out. I remember when I was struggling, I had just reached this place where I couldn't seem to move into a different space through with my meditations, and I felt like I would hit a wall. I could not figure it out, and I kept trying to push, of course, which you never want to do. And I had a wonderful teacher who I went up and spoke to and really was thinking, okay, I'm going to get some brilliant advice here. And he looked at me and he said, okay, yeah, you got to go figure that out. And he walked away (laughs) and I stood there feeling totally hopeless, angry, all that stuff. And sometimes you need someone to say that because there isn't really anything to say. It's that you got to go do the work. You got to sit with yourself. You have to feel the feelings. You have to feel the resistance. And only you, only your soul, your spirit, your emotions, your process, your life, whatever it is that you've been through, only you have within you what needs to come up and out. And I remember going through that process and I would sit and I would meditate and get frustrated and give up and I'd go back. And I remember I finally, you know, I mean, weeks went by and I went outside one evening and I was so frustrated, but I started to tune in, relax and meditate. And all of a sudden I just began to cry. Tears just poured out of me. I was completely unexpected. And what was coming up in me, the emotions that were coming up in me, I really did not know were there. This is why I say we can't be hard on ourselves because sometimes we think it's gonna be something totally different, but when we start to go within our own system, what surfaces is something that we've tried to keep hidden for so long that we honestly don't know that it's there until it comes up. And then of course, when it comes up, it can make perfect sense to us it can it can pull everything together but it can still be a shocker so the work the time of going within but having someone who said to someone who i trusted and respected say to me yeah you know basically this is normal but you have to go do the work now and walk away from me and just leave me left me with my own choice of am i going to do the work do i want to go to that deeper spot which i did and also the frustration of how am I going to do this and, you know, all of those things. Why are you not helping me? And <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Because no one can really help you at a certain point. You, you just have to sit and be sit and be. You can learn the breathing techniques, which of course are something to learn. There's very different ways to breathe. There's different focuses, of course, how we hold our body. All of those things are wonderful techniques and skills that definitely bring our energy to a different place. And they are necessary when we are training our energetic skill. But once you learn those, it's just going in and practicing and letting go and practicing and letting go and letting things come up and letting them go and letting things come up and letting them go. And the biggest thing that I learned for myself during that time was I couldn't judge myself. It was about truly understanding that this was going to be a practice, a practice of allowing my life to continue to evolve and that there were always going to be things that i was going to be letting go that it was never going to be okay i did that practice and i went to that space and now i'm better it's not it's not about that at all and that's of course right why we call it a practice because it is a practice it's an evolving it's an onion that that never stops peeling and it does get better and better because you have this understanding that you go into these places as like a, an ex, exploration. you know you become like a detective almost you go and you're you're meditating or you're doing Qigong or you're doing these practices and things come up that maybe you didn't realize were there or that you didn't realize were that important. and you're able to see things in a new way and your wisdom grows and you're able to listen to your intuition. This is a big thing. When you begin to go deeply within yourself, Your intuition becomes so strong because now you are in your wisdom. You are not looking outside of yourself. You are not listening to all that's around you all the time. You're actually used to being in yourself. You're comfortable being in yourself. You're comfortable being quiet and in your own wisdom. And when you do that, because listening to your intuitive wisdom, it's a very quiet process. When your intuition becomes strong, when you're used to listening to it, and when you have faith with it, when you know it's going to be there, you know it's part of you, you know it's your friend, it's loud. But in the beginning, intuition is very soft. And people miss it a lot, not because they're not intuitive and not because their energy and their intuition and their inner wisdom isn't speaking to them. It is. But it's because they're just kind of moving past it, kind of bulldozing past it. Because it's subtle, it's quiet, it's very powerfully quiet. But if you are working with practices to develop your energy and to move through things, just know... That quickly, as you release things, your intuition, that intuitive wisdom, that voice, that knowing, that hearing, that seeing, you know, smelling, feeling all of the different ways that you may sense energy become very real and very loud. And as long as you really listen and pay attention and make a commitment to, actually follow what it is that's being presented to you from your intuition, it will become louder and louder and you will not want to ignore it anymore. You won't be able to ignore it anymore because it will just be so real for you and your life will begin to flow in ways that are very different than they may be flowing now if you're dealing with a lot of resistance, trying to control things, being in a lot of anxiety and fear, which again, totally understandable. We need to heal and move through that in order to find this deeper place of ourselves. So for today, an insight into why when we begin to go deeper into our energetic work, why it can be so scary. And again, the root of all of it is a need for us to control. And the opposite of that for the healing and the letting go, of course, is to learn to surrender, to actually allow yourself to ease into the unknown to ease into the relaxation to understand that you will be held by light and that can take a lot of work to get there those are beautiful words i recognize you know what i'm saying this is beautiful words being held by the light allowing yourself to let go and i remember very distinctly how scared i got in the in the early parts of my training when I realized that I wasn't sure if divine energy had my back. I wasn't sure exactly what I believed in because I had been disappointed in my life and I had had things show up energetically that were scary to me. And so I wasn't sure what was happening. And and when I let go, what was going to happen? Was this just a ridiculous thing and was I being stupid? It took me... A while to continue to move through that. And again, of course, this is why you have teachers. This is why you work with people, with people who know what they're doing, because this is a journey. Unfolding your energy is a journey, and it's a wonderful journey, but it's a journey. And how you focus in that journey, what you allow yourself to be able to see in that journey, makes all the difference. And I will tell you, so that we leave it on a positive note, when I was able to surrender and I was able to really understand what it is that I believed in and what I knew had my back spiritually, the power, the internal power and knowing and guidance that I felt in my life was indescribable. And every single person can have that. And even though we all go through times where we doubt ourselves and then we tune in again and we remind ourselves of who we are and we get ourselves back on track, because that's the whole point of all of these. Again, it's not to be perfect. Life is going to change all the time. Things are going to come up, things that maybe feel shocking. Maybe they knock us off our center. Maybe we're going through great grief. Whatever it is, things do come up, but it's about being able to stop and know that you have the tools to go back into your center, to remember who you are, to tune in to that intuitive knowing, to that intuitive wisdom, to really know that spirit has your back. Those are the reasons why we practice, and those are the reasons why we want to, when it's the right time, go deeper in our practice. Because when we find those places of true connection with ourself, it is like no other feeling in the world. So thank you so much for listening today and being part of this work and Being in this world and shining your light, I appreciate you being here. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in. If you'd like to learn more and elevate your energetic well-being, I invite you to visit theartoftuningin.com, where you can learn all about our online studio. I look forward to meeting you there.